Hello again. <coughs> okay, look, I've been listening a little bit to myself because I'm trying to work out uh, where I'm, like, which is the best way to relate to you people because, I'm, you know, as far as I know, you're all over the world, as, as I can see it, and you're, um, like, it's a, it, it's been a bit hard to get here where we are now, but I'm sort of getting better at communication. I'm getting better just at my general communication, all right? I started off bad sound, a few other issues, you know. So a lot of people aren't going to make their way through this, I, I don't think, which is, a bit, you know, it's a shame because... I don't know, like, it is a shame for them somehow, I feel, I mean, compared to what the world is offering you in the, in its, you know, intelligence, okay, so look, I'm just going to keep introducing again the whole idea, introducing how this is all going to happen, what, what's going to happen here, you know, like, what are my predictions? What am I saying about this? How how am I saying this? What could what is this? What what are we talking about? Which you you would not believe. Like you you can't almost believe. This is the thing. You you can't believe the the scale. You can't believe the the relevance and the you know the the way this rocks the little boat. And so. I'm saying, yeah, well, everything has the power to to do, okay? Everything has a little bit of power to do. Whatever it can do is, is really not so much like a, a random, um, like nothing will change a little bit of something. Everything changes. So the more, actually, it's all about a bit, of, it's a game of freedom. And that the more the freedom that the thing has offering, this is the value the world has placed in it. Um, or they tried to place in it. I mean, they've tried to place this value in this in this religion, and then but we have this we have this great dichotomy of ideology, great dichotomy of reality, great dichotomy of the ignorant and the and the wise, to tell you the truth. Because it is, as as all beings are scattered out amongst in the world, um, and animals and plants, that, that the internal wisdom that, of, of it all is, is something that as you go out looking into the world and you, your aspect and your your, your, you know, you as a seeker, you, your genuine credentials as a seeker are, are on display. You you'll be out in the world, either or not. You'll be hammer and tong in t trying to understand reality. You'll be pursuing this, or or you'll be out there trying to make your fortune. You'll be out there chasing the pretty women. You'll be out there eventually in some sort of, with some, with all the problems of the world, that will seem so much more important to you than that. And you won't understand why would they do that. You, Why are these people wasting their lives and why are these, in the, the, these 
people aren't ready for that. They aren't, not everyone's really mature enough or not everyone's really qualified. I mean, we all are, but, we, um, but we're sort of choosing not to be. And these are these great forces which we don't see, which we don't understand, you know, we get a, we get a little bit of a, an idea of it, we don't really have anything to compare them to, we don't have anything to compare this great age of man to, you know, because we're in this great age of man, we don't know what else, the way, the, the obverse ways that, that this, even this planet, is, is the, the mood of this planet, and even when this great mood is, uh, in place, we don't even know about this dark age, and we we don't know we can't so we don't know it's a dark age. We don't see because it's a dark age in a relativity, and it moves into its its darker aspect in time, and not just in this, not just in one cycle of time. Okay, but we can imagine this like. Um, with these systems as these objects because I'm saying here's my, here's how I'm explaining these great ages and with it, with these great directions and with these great objects see this galaxy is a great object this this solar system is a great object this earth is a great object and they all have their, their they all have their systems by which we are enlightened and darkened and we are in darkened every night and we are enlightened every day let's say and so um but we don't see that as a um you know we don't see that as being something that's somehow spiritual but it is spiritual see because you know like at its very core we are we we, we talk about astrology and we say you know, this is the biggest fiction of all. This is like the ha. This is the biggest ha 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 of of, of these materialists. These ha 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 of these scientific rationalists. Your astrology, what a joke. You know, th these are the dumb people, right? Now, sure, people don't really understand astrology, and I don't understand. You know, Vedic, pure mathematics and etc. of that system which is a discipline just like i don't understand the the pure discipline of what you're doing with your mathematics and etc and i don't care either and i don't care about astrology a little bit you know i don't care so much about it but i i still understand it because of the great because i in essence understand it i, I understand it's it's cause whereas you know, there's a lot of fake astrologers too, and there's a lot of people who who say they understand astrology. They don't understand astrology. They don't understand anything about astrology. They may they may make predictions, but they you know they don't even know if the system they're using is moved this way. You know, so so if what what astrology's general premise uh, is is that you're determined. By your position in space relevant to whatever else is in space in time and in your motion through these great categories that are astrotheology okay now let's just take this idea which which is the 
the the is like a theology, and let's say, all right, what? How do I say to a scientist? Yeah, well, this is true. That's a true statement. Like, uh, because they they're, they're going to go, no, no, you're not. And they say because every night the scientist goes to sleep, and every day the scientist wakes up. And what is that? What is this object? Even this earth, you know, what is this sun? What are they? They are astrological objects whom carry with them determining effects of day and night. Now, that's very simple. That's very, that seems to be absurd that, that I, could, I could tie that to astrology, but that is exactly what all astrology is, is extrapolating out or grander narrative, grander themes, but the, the, the exact, the same themes of uh, theology, of astrology are bound into the day and the night, for the day and the night expresses the same system by which we come and go and, be, and by which we are determined and free and by which we are made mundane and liberated from that in this day and this night you know by which we will be seeking this and may not achieve it and then we'll have this other these other times where where these forces oppose the thing we wanted it when we woke up you know like that we don't get it we have a relative degree of it. That is a relativity that 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 waking sleeping cycle speaks to us of the relativity of our of our desires. That even if we consider ourselves to be that wayfarer on that boat of waking, row 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 your boat until like yes, you can pursue your objectives, but your objectives then and your weariness, uh, you know your whatever, or you you want to know or. You, you want to like do you want to know what it's like to be asleep okay pursue that with your little boat find get your boat and start rowing it nowhere to row you got you got no means of like, attaining to to knowing the dark of your cycle so i mean but this is the, the, the these these great uh, categories, these great gunas, they're called, these great moda- modalities, they have, they don't um, relate to each other in the same way. Like, they don't, like a rationalism do- is not going to, to affect you like an inertia. And so, too, you, you, you're not going to expect honest argument to emerge from the darkness. It isn't its nature to to overcome you with an honest argument about its itself okay this might be rationalism but this rationalism is a dualism but the the inertia the tamah tamas guna okay has it's it's just gonna stealthily take away your hopes and dreams like your old age takes away your life okay and i'm gonna say i i'm darkness it's just gonna be dark and you're not going to see. And this is what it is to be in these ages. Okay? Because it is... And it's a... It's a, 
it's a fierce opponent. It's it's not like, you know, there's no one making rules for it. It it makes its own rules, and we are understanding it. We're just trying to understand. Like in, in some sense, I'm saying this is the truth, but here's me going using this truth to explain all this different stuff. Like trying to explain now I'm onto astrology, you know, before I was onto men and women, and before that I was onto this and that or whatever I was all about, you know. And I'm I'm jumping around and I'm I'm trying to explain things in a what a system a philosophical system, you know. But the philosophical system is just a layer of that of that that's that's a this is a layer outside of this philosophical system and then which by which i reduce back to a philosophical system but then inside that system inside even a philosophical system is more more of the same you know but which is like the, the philosophical system is like it's pulling clarity to what everyone's all fuzzy about Inside the love drama, okay, we, we have another sort of internal um, effect. So the modes can't sort of pierce that deep. They can't really go in, inside the love drama. They can't really have bearing. The modes are out here for the world to, uh, they're, they're the forces that affect us more externally except the mode of goodness, okay. But the, see, the mode of goodness is the most difficult to understand um, because because the mode of goodness is the soul. And, and it's like, so how is the soul an obstacle? Well, the soul is an obstacle because the ego is what we, we are always, see, we want the soul for, the I, we want the soul for what we consider ourselves to be now, our our identity, what we are. We don't want to trade in what we are now for the soul. We just want to add it to what we are now. You know, we want it for our ego. We want to attain another great accomplishment for ourselves, um, and that say, I, I'm enlightened. I found my soul. Here it is. Look, I put it in a bottle. Not really, but you know we. In some ways, we, that that is like that. No, that's not it. That's not how we think about it. I mean, if we're honest, that's how we we might dishonestly try to explain the soul in terms of materiality. But even if we're honestly pursuing something, okay, we still have this huge impediment, like this this towering obstacle of identity to overcome that is like the 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 gods um you know can't overcome the gods can't you know the gods can't say to the lord i am i am we are one they can't say that to the lord as such you know the Lord might come out and say, "I, I am is in in this form, that form, because because the Lord is still feeding all these these paths. Um, he, he's feeding not just the bhakti yoga, but he's feeding all the all the 
outgoingness. This is Lord Shiva, or the the great Lord, whom whom is mercifully, let's say, giving you all you want. You want this. You want that. Um, like he's not tempting you. He's saying, "This is possible," and you're being tempted by it. You're you're going, "Oh, this this sounds the most plausible, the most best way ever." This I'll meditate. Okay, so the God is going, "Oh yeah, you can meditate." Okay, and you're going, "Oh yeah, well God said so. It must be right." And God is going, "Well, it is right. It's just you never get it." It's it's like it's a better way, but I, but this is what you you've got this ego problem, so you're gonna you're gonna want to meditate to become super powerful. But you don't know about that. I'm gonna you'll still be in the mode of goodness. You'll still pursue your pursue my reality. It's just that well, you know what about we're just solving your problem here. It's and because uh, you're you're not really ready for the for the thing that you 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 don't want love so much. You want the the, the greatness. You know what I mean. You want to be the yogi. You know whatever it is. Okay. All right. So such is the Lord and his his. His mystery, such as the the Lord and His, um, His theologies, His His He's very much in the middle of all this game, and His His Davies, His His impersonal form, His expansion, expanded forms, is they are. That even though they are still this, these words, this this universal, this this God, are still these ways we. Well, they're doing the protecting. This this um, these moods are, are different from these theological. Um, these theological identities. Okay, that, that that we say, you or we, whatever, whoever says, oh, these are these are like the mythology. This is the mythos, and the the, the reality is this pathos. This this mythos is like this this dream fiction, which is the way men have made up this um, sort of theology to explain things in this in as this great. Um, these great themes as they interact in this Leela. But, you know, that's what that, men did that. But you see, men didn't do that. Men may have understood that, or, but men are just fathoming, fathoming. And some men are fathoming these great things, these great Leela of the Lord in these internal games by which we are... Um, by which we are thinking, we, we, with our arrogance, have a more real sense of reality 
and as we pursue that sense of reality that becomes more fictional or you could be theological and you're going to try to understand this mythos this theos and this ethos but but you are still going to be uh, you know you're still going to be struggling to relate that to your world and you're going to be sitting in the world with your with your everyday problems and you're going to be in thinking this is reality with this okay but see what what it is is like we are encountering this this is the world it's just that we're seeing such small tiny tiny fragments of it moving past that that it is we we see it as this universe we we're seeing these planets and these great galaxies and these spiraling things moving around and we see in in time and we're going well that's a galaxy and this mythos is all in my head but but it in fact the mythos the 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 theological play is is happening inside this in a in a in a diminishing to eternity drama and we're we're seeing cause and effect and such as we see tiny increments of it we see just tiny sections of it and, and therefore it looks to us like this and we we call it this and we say it's it's that when it is this and and this is even in us see because our access point to this this internal drama that's going on is is this light hole this white hole that is our consciousness this is our being um and so when we turn to look yeah we we we're seeing some sort of sense of this 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 theological beings okay now this is very advanced in fact because you know all these gods are shredding you if you try to come with your impersonalism to this um to this part of the field you know if you try to come with your mundane expectations you're just going to get cut to shreds okay but who makes their way there is that humble being that great soul whom is um qualified and these are the visions we see of these great bhakti yogas great bhakti yogis these great um souls and yet we think that that uh like a psychologist might think oh, like he's he's been um he's been he's gone down the wormhole so much chanting that he's now having hallucinations etc no they're having visions of reality in an unfathomable play all right that we we barely can with our mundane expectations you know even encounter and and this is why um me as a mundane philosopher and, and what i'm saying oh look you know sure i can go oh i'm sort of trying to explain the visions of the of the great souls but i'm i'm not like you know i'm not the one saying oh look i discovered it was going to be this because i i get shredded i'm i'm going to get shredded on my vision quest except i'm trying not to be i'm so but i'm not humble enough you see and i'm not dutiful enough i'm a i'm a more of a you know a rich playboy philosopher than a actual 
you know, Dharma Purusha, who is, um, and even your Dharma Purusha is is still only Dharma. You know, the, this great love affair with the Lord, this great confidential devotion between these great souls is is something even beyond all the pillars of, of this world. That The Lord has even, not with duty alone, not even with pursuing your duty perfectly are you going to, to approach me. You know what I mean? This is gopi, you know, like, pursue your husband, but I am your paramour. I'm your, you know, I'm something else that, that even your rules and regulations are I'm beyond, that you, you are, you're going to be pulled away from even the good to, to know me. Because it's a pure attraction of a pure love thing, which isn't just good. You know, like, your good is rational, the rational means by which you will approach the Lord. Yeah, but, but, um, but, like, then you can just take your rationalism through this but just doing the right thing but see your game is still going to find that the lord is the transcender of your game you know and he's doing that very very easily and he's not even trying he's just being and doing himself as the lord is or and the lord herself okay because this game is of male female and this interaction of these great uh, lovers uh, is a game of love and devotion. And that devotion is this um, divine feminine and this love is this Lord. And and this this great Lord, who we, we consider to be God, okay, is is this unapproachable um, yet aloofness that we are we not just we because we you know we we're doing this this uh, God thing like from our condition a miserable condition here we go oh I'm a, I'm a being, I tried to do all this stuff, have all this freedom, then I found out it sort of hurt. And so I'm going to pursue my duty and I'm going to find God. And we're in a cycle there. So, so we've got a reason why we're doing this God duty. And so, yeah, you know, we're not really doing it for this pure love reason. We're doing this pure survival reason for this pure continue to exist reason for this pure it'd be better if i was more free reason for this oh shit i'm suffering reason i'm going to be humble now reason okay and yeah god will be there for you he's going to help you out and you're going to go to him but you know your original intention is still there so but these these great yo these great devotees they don't care about that that they don't really they're not, they're 
intention is more pure than than mine or yours let's say i don't know you so i'm not saying it is but mine because i'm coming here going i want to know or i want to explain or i want to i want to wrestle the this and i want to win or i want to i want to i want to know the lord okay but they're not even caring they're loving they want they're just a, a different sort of affection this is this is a whole more difficult thing to ever put into words. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why should I? Why should a philosopher do that? It's like the words are going to be, you know, the, the language isn't made to fully explore love. But this is what the souls are doing anyway. And there are these great souls, and they are. And, and all we see, like, now I'm saying to you, look, oh, the tactics involved, you know, how, however, like this, this game of, of God is even a part of this, right? God is even uh, trickier than, than just, I'm going to be religious and I will pursue God, you know what I mean? However are we going to do this? See, we can't change our intention that we're going to go, oh, look for God because we want to be free. So how do we do that? And I'm saying to you, this this ladder of saints, these these saints, because this is a ladder that comes from this this form. All right, this is not your meditation, this is not your prayer. This so much. This is this is a different. This is a this is a name of the Lord, and the form of the Lord are are where we 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 find the form in the Guru, and so we pursue guru's intention see then we we can we can skip this whole intention idea that we've got uh which will thwart us at every turn this is such like i cannot even express how how difficult that would be to do yourself to overcome this obstacle you know what i mean this is not like this is as hard as uh any other obstacle but it's it's incrementally more harder it's like it's even those who stand above this material world um, don't even know of it as an obstacle, or don't can't even perceive that they would that they are victim to an obstacle. Now, I don't know about them, or I can't say about them, but I'm just saying that this is a is a something that we, what how are we going to do it? We're not going to do it. You see, we're not doing it at all. It, it's just that if you if you expose yourself to these saints, if you by some reason meet or bump into or get association of those whom are wholly purely situated in this internal confidential devotion and love and devotion um, drama which is happening inside anyway of this is what we are in this is just love and devotion drama that's played out as externality is all the way out to what it can't be then you you'll you're going to somehow grasp them or you you, you they're going to enlighten you about their mood and that you'll find that mood but you don't you might just attach yourself to them as in your mood then becomes like oh i'm going to Whatever he wants to do, I'll, 
I would like to be helping with that. That that sounds great. So I'll help him with his. I'll wash his dishes. I'll. I'll uh, interpret his. I want to spread his words, and I want to help him. And that's all you're doing, okay? So you're not trying to be control of the whole game of this eternal matrix, but you you're you're being very clever. But you're not being so clever because you're you're not trying to be clever or outsmart the Lord. It's just you you found these saints and they are going to they're going to greatly assist you. Okay, now on that path of pursuing these personalities, so many, so many, many, many are misguided. I mean, not all totally in bad ways, but just somewhat, a little bit this way or a little bit that way, because all is just really temptation. Temptation for anything that we might want, be that our identity issues or our our desire to know and be powerful in the world or, or our our mistakes or our misconceptions or our even our lusts and our... Not even our lusts, of course, but the... Um, so how are you gonna? How are we gonna know these saints? You know, we've got to look for these colours. We've got to, we've got to know there'll be an orange of colouring. You know, like there's got to be these whites and these oranges. It's got to be a certain uh, way, and it has to be this this bhakti in this regard a little bit, okay? Because all else is all else is victim. And uh, and you see, what's so hard to find then is is this bhakti because all all around everything on the outside is you're tempted by that, and te- you everything will seem so plausible, such a great idea. Now even science seems like a great idea, and even religion seems like a great idea. Okay, and you would think, oh, and you think I'm saying, oh no, religion, not science, is a good idea, the great idea, I and mean, I'm not. I mean, I am. I'm saying religion, yeah, it's so good. And science is so, um, well, ignorant in in this drama. But I'm not saying that. I'm saying even your religion drama is not, can't be essentially just, isn't this devotion? Okay. This this religion has funding, all sorts of freedom objectives, um, and these this great devotion is not for that, see, and this is where all this religion gets caught up with this like duplicity, you know, what am I really here for? Am I really here to serve God, or is this my ticket to freedom? And this is it, and so in this internal game. Like these are these are highly complex matters. These are these are particularly subtle. These are infinitely subtle, and these are infinitely difficult for us to understand. Not, I mean, we shouldn't even be trying to understand it because we're here in the world. We're trying to understand phenomena, the world, this great field, which is like basic compared to this, these moods, and but they are the basic expansion of this mood drama is is about these opposites 
But what about the middle? See, the middle is even more of a an, an essential. Like this is what we want to be doing, um, and so therefore, because we all fall asleep, you know, like we are all eternal beings, all right. But we we come and we fall asleep in the in this day of Brahma. We we may not be awake for the whole game. And so, yeah, sure, we'll come again and we'll, we'll replay. We'll, re, we'll go out again in this big game. But, you know, uh, we want to be awake. We want to stay awake. And, to, and, and what is that? There's me again, Mr. Cynical. Mr. I want to be free. I want to be awake. Okay. Even, even that. Bhakti, the devotees, the real... Lovers of the Lord don't care any of that. So, but, see, I, I'm here to stay awake because I'm here to wrestle to the day what ends to the game, end of the game. Like, yeah. So I, but I can't, I don't want to just be spiralling around, wrestle, wrestle, fight, fight, wrestle, wrestle, fall down, fight, fight. I've done this too many times. It's too difficult, this philosopher's drama, really. This philosopher's drama is a game of... of, a, of finally fine, fine balance, whereas you are just... It's so... Your fall would be so dramatic. Your fall is going to be so dramatic. When, if, you, if you can't keep... If you can't keep this knowledge supporting you... And and you, while it empowers you and you you make a mistake, you know, woe, woe to you, philosopher. You know, this is uh, those seekers that, like, even the seekers of knowledge, their their hell will be even greater. This is Iso Upanishad. That it is more, um, you know. It's it's hard. It, things are hard, you know. I'm, I hope you're not surprised, but yeah, like it's a really um, to really contend it is is far more difficult, you know. Like all I'm doing here is saying, oh look, I'm overcoming these obstacles, but I'm not. I'm just the truth is overcoming these obstacles. I'm just showing how how it does that. And yeah, sure, I can pierce through. Uh, philosophical thought better than a lot of you know people who get paid to do that maybe or or want to make a living and say that they're philosophers but you see they're they're just what are they doing i mean they're trying to wrestle with something that they don't they don't know the moods of it all they they might look upon religion as some big great uh silly game so how are they going to be a good philosopher? How are they going to be anything resembling a good philosopher? How are they even going to... That's just religion. How are they going to understand these devotional moods of the of the inner sentiments or the gods, you know? How are they going to understand the wheels of time and the, the matrix of the internal leelas of the, of the divine being expanding out as a universe? No chance at all. And... 
that is what we have in the world with our philosophers. We have, you know, Kant and Hegel and Aristotle and Plato. Yeah, yeah, mundane as just like stick drawings, not your great philosophical realism there. Just who they were is their issue. You know, what was Kant? What was he? A boring German. Or Hegel. Boring German people. Yes, Germans are great rationalists. But then we have other things, you know, like culture, the time, the the general arrogance of the of the white man at the time compared to the various other cultures or the the various who knows you know were they ecstatically pursuing dietary um, paths or observing great uh, theological astro theologies you know because it's no they were like they weren't they weren't basically locking themselves away to d- for their renunciations and their enlightenments. And, yeah, they were getting various things. They are finding various things, and they had impediments. And so too do the philosophers of today in their world with their Harvard University and their bl- bloody PhD and their tenure and all the things that they want from the world. And, yeah, sure, they fail. And sure, they're not going to do what I'm going to do, really, okay? Sure, they'd like to. Sure, that they wouldn't want to pretend to be religious because they're not, and that would be embarrassing for them, you know, because that's and that's the nature of their problem. That's the nature of it. I'm not embarrassed about religion. I'm not embarrassed the fact that I'm coming to you with a purely religious. I want it to be more religious than it is. A purely religious message, you know. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not saying to you here, I want to give you some scientific, I'm not trying to appease you with science, I'm going, smash science. I don't want to make this in any way scientific, really, but I'm doing that. I'm going out there and doing the, the little bit of science that I will do because for you to get your head around it, but I don't want to you know, really do what everyone wants to do, which is say, oh, oh, this is slightly scientific. This is a scientific way of understanding things. And everyone goes, wow, a scientific way of understanding it. No, I don't want a scientific... That is not the highest thing to me. That's the dumb way to understand it. So, yeah, I'm coming and I'm saying, yeah, I'm a prophet of the Lord. How scientific is that? You know, take that pill. Because that's not your little science pill, mate, you see. And I'll, that is how it is. That is how it is with me. Not what, you know, science proves consciousness. No. Okay, so I'm trying to explain all that <coughs> simply and easily to you. And am I going to? I don't know if I'm going to make all that readily explainable and I've tried to write and I've tried to do this and, but at least to know I'm out there in the world saying yeah this is and then if you really pursue the things I'm saying well you can actually mine me for for content you can mine me for 
understanding and you you can gain the conception that of which I'm trying to deal with so what is that conception all right that conception is possibility okay as in herein is possibility here it is the potency of the lord um as it it comes down into this material world like so we have the lord the potent and the potency itself and as we are in a field we have we are experiencing the potency okay so we we are experiencing what is nature whom is a divine being herself okay whom is the potency of the lord this is Srima, Srimati radharani okay and the various Devi forms by which the ancient mystics of Santana Dharma have elaborated upon them are a part of that great theological game I was referring to earlier that I of which I am only you know given the shredded access and so I therefore have to have my own way of understanding that like i have to refer to authority yeah i'll refer a little bit i'll refer to the authority of the saints of course so that is what where where you you have to glean some semblance of it because this is an ecstatic vision this is not a this is not baseball match you're you're not captivated you're sort of more than captivated by this, um, these, this is Darshan, Darshan of the Lord, okay, which is, uh, you know, anyway, so we, we are, we're trying, like, I'm saying all these things are possible, these amazing things are possible, but, but here in this world of possibility, here in this field, here in our lives, we have a various, uh, fundamental order of priorities ethically by which we're trying to preserve things and we we also have our own you know priority by which we can control our material life our mental life our spiritual life now the spiritual life is a causal so yeah sure you're going to hit i mean you may not be able to do anything about the bus as it comes around the corner and hits you it may not seem like you know i mean the fact that you're not really going to die is what your spiritual priority is that you're you're changing form and etc etc but i mean with your mind you predict buses coming every day and you don't stand in front of them okay and so that this is what a mind does a mind makes predictions so that you, you see a heavy object coming at you at speed and you assessing your own mass and its velocity decide not to step from the pavement into its path this is the mind so yes, of course, the physical will, the, the mind is the priority for this your physical experience, and so too the soul, you know, so too is the soul um, the, the force by which again and again various conditions come into this world and we are 
in our life, our birth and death, experiencing this part of this game, of soul game, okay? And so what we do, right or wrong, good or bad, good or evil, are activities we engage in which fundamentally uh, adhere or disobey a set of principles in which what is valuable is being preserved and this is what the Lord uh, is preserving. And he's preserving all your beloveds for you, which is, I thank him for that, and you, so tick for that as well, thanks for that. But how, he's, how he does that is that he has, he has to have his his system. He he, he's not like he's punishing you for this because of that, or because he wants he doesn't like that. Is that of course if things are valuable, they have to be. There has to be a means by which he's controlling that which destroys them. So yes, and that is that that is the great ethos of the universal cosmological play. Of course, you can go out and and break the laws and be free to do that in your in your uh with your freedom that you've been you've gained because you go via austerity to get it so you own it a little bit and then you go out and you use it and if you do your ego again and your mind will lead you down this path and that and then you end up losing it again um because you're you don't really know what it is we're not so attached to this general love principle this general preservation of life okay and 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 although we think of god as so big so so great so huge so um so aloof and so beyond our not requiring us in, in any form or not ever he also is he don't even think that like like I said we know and not know about the Lord like that is what we we think we know of the Lord but we don't know so we we just have to know in some regard that all our our grandiose thoughts are the Lord saying oh you thought you knew me did you because you know he'll be the beggar or he'll be your own child or he'll be he'll be all the people in the world everyone you know what i mean except you kind of or he'll be all the disabled people for all you know you know you don't know who how he plays this game you don't really know how potent he is either or what he can do because surely we are all being feeling like we're someone we're not you know uh, so and like so we don't want to have to try and work that out what we ha- want to try and have to do is just go oh how like appreciate it like like isn't it great that he's preserving all the things we really cherish deep inside our being after we after we've bought the the mega yacht and it's sunk you know, and we realise that it wasn't the thing we wanted, that we, we're still, the thing we really want is preserved, because, you know, we'd like to have the wisdom, but we don't, and so it's great that, that this field, this actual reality, is preserving the things that, that only can satisfy us, 
and forever everything else is dissatisfaction. So yeah, sure, the disappointments of the world, the dis whatever could be disappointing to our soul, to our self, to us as a being, because surely we are feeling this as the Lord feels it, in degree, and and yeah, it's disappointing that we can't make a hadron collider big enough to understand to find the this particle we want or whatever. Or it's disappointing that it blows up and sends a hole 100 miles wide straight through the middle of the earth. Oh, my goodness, what have we done there? Okay, but this is disappointing because we're trying to make the unreal real. And and we're trying to make dis, what's dissatisfying to us real enough, such as the thing that we, what we really love and cherish about our life and about our fa- everything that we have in our life, our love affairs, isn't going to be true. So no, we don't get to win that game. Of course we don't, and we shouldn't, and we won't. So we've got to work out a game that we're going to win. And what game can we win? We can win a game of love. We can out-love the Lord. No, we can't. Yes, we can. Who knows? I mean, we're in a position here. He's got obstacles in this love affair game. It's like, like being perfect is knowing everything. I mean, I don't know, isn't, we can just do this, like, as dumb people, we can do this as imperfect, you know, outcasts, and so, so it is with the earthlings, and so it is, and so let's go to these saints and find this path, and and find these, this way into this, because this is a, this is a different spiritual path, that you, uh, this is mantra, not not dhyana, dhyana like meditation, not and not prayer so much. See, these are the fundamental um, these fundamental methods of approaching the Lord are the absolute truth. We're approaching the the um, the foundations of truth in our existential imagination and in our inferential meditation but here with this Sri Mantra and this is Sri Yantra that I'm giving you here too this is the form all right and the sound is the form and the um this is the path this is the very potent path of this Kali Yuga now these other this in progressions, okay, great progressions. Yeah, this in, in different age, a satya yuga. Yes, this this will be the perfect. This will be appropriate, okay. You see, in this age, we have now this great, and even really, this is the most favourable of all outcomes, especially if you can find this uh, a sadhu, a great sadhu. So yeah, like, and and even in time. It, in the uh, now is the time where we, amongst our coming and going cycles, are in the middle of this this matrix. We we sort of at this paradox between a male and a female in this as the ages tra- transgress. So yeah, now is our time. This is all a very like scattered spiritual advice here. 
um, that I'm not fully supporting with philosophical reasoning because it's, there's just so much that would need to be reasoned out to explain it. But I'm just explaining to it to the, that, that now we take up this, this mantra, but we're taking up this other thing I'm say, saying, not just this mantra, take up this interest, okay? Because you have your intuition, your imagination, and your interest. I'm saying these are the three fundamental primary spiritual tools by which uh, you'll know the truth. And I'm saying... This is too hard. This is too too hard. It's even too hard to imagine. You know, this is this is what I'm trying to. Do. But to to be interested is not so hard now. To to be interested is just that's that's what you do. This is what you're seeing now. What you're experiencing now is what you've been interested in over thousands of lives as an aggregate. Okay, but to move these interests up higher and higher to this thing and and to be interested in the saints is a f- and to be interested in more and more in what the great personalities have to know of and to be interested in this internal game this reality even you know like this love affair game to be interested in this divine feminine okay because there's nothing like the the whole Satvaguna, the whole game of identity, is 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 Sri Devi who's going no no no. See, but when we have her on side, when we have her saying yeah, well then it's a different story. Okay, it's it's like yeah, sure we're lowly, but we're we're, we're coming from here. We've got the princess, you know, the eternal princess to help us. She's like. She's the religions. She she's this renunciation, really. She's this um, she she's this dharma, and she she's all that. But she's so much so much this Lakshmi, this this great potential we have in this sound form name, and these saints whom she holds dear, whom are her servants. See these. These these uh, great Vaishnava saints are servants of Shramadi of the, and what is that? That is the beautiful, the and the nature, the goddess, the the um, devotion, and the Lord is the love, and and he's captivated, and 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 they are creating this gratitude. This is just pure gratitude, and it is pure bliss. You want to know about bliss? Be grateful. And so with gratitude, yes, we are climbing the stairs. Every stair, more grateful for every... That, that there is this divine temple in the middle of our game. That the, this is not a mundane universe. You know, to throw away, discard like like a folder full of crummy explanations, the, the philosophical explanations of the scientific mundane reality, you know, and to have the visionary, the vision quest, because, you know, what What are you going to find? You know, all you're going to do, all you're going to find is this beautiful love and this beautiful protection and this beautiful thing that you have to share that that will startle your beloveds that you'll become the master of loving them not just god you know what i mean 
this is where you're satisfied and anyway I'm like I, I don't know if I'll publish this this is a bit like it sounds very uh, sentimental